Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Today we go north of the border and speak to the HNC boys and see what's going on up there. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the First and Fifteen podcast, live, well not live for you guys, from north of the border in a segment we like to call The Way We HNC It. You have myself, Mr. Besley Berry, joined by my fellow football players for the Aberdeen Allcats, Greg Sim and Tom Clark. How are you, gentlemen? Very well, thank you. I'm very well! He's here! He's back! It's Aaron oh, Drummond! I'm back! We've just been joined by Aaron Drummond, who I must say, Aaron, you are now live on the podcast. What do you mean by live? Genuine live? live. Yes, We're broadcasting. Live. Hello, radio! <laughs> so, the, the first order of business is that I am the head honcho of the First and Fifteen podcast, Marcus, has sent us two options for theme songs, which we need to, descri- which we need to decide upon. Okay. okay. So, this one, he su- suggested for 10 seconds from this point in the thing. Okay, so I'm going to give you 10 seconds of music, and then you can have a think about how you feel that's going to go, okay? Here we go. Is this a quiz? <laughs> I, I, I have absolutely no idea what to think of that. Okay, so that's, that's, a... that's, flower, that's the Scottish club anthem, Flower of Scotland. Can I guess that Scooter is coming up next? <laughs> the the second the second choice was uh, was this one, which he also recommended for uh, for ten seconds. Okay, are you ready? We're ready. Here we go. This is this is strong. That that was very strong. I'm I'm a big big fan of number two there. Okay, so what 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 you guys couldn't see there is that the music video on YouTube was a Lego bagpipe player. Fine. It's that one. That one. I want that one. Okay. Okay. So that's that's going to be the official theme tune of the way we HNC. <laughs> Fantastic. There we go. First order of business smashed out of the park. First order of business. Scotland the Brave remix. Damn. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Okay. okay. So today's show is going to focus on a bit of a season preview of um, the HNC Premiership. Um, coming up at some point will be an interview with Mr. Stuart Anderson, the mastermind behind Winter League and Carnegie's quarterback for the upcoming season. Um, we think. We think. We think. <laughs> Um, Don't so, be coming at us with sorry ass receivers like Tree. So I, I, it makes sense for him to be the QB. So he's going to arrive at some point, and we'll get a segment with him about Carnegie's upcoming season, Division One, and the Winter League, which seems to have been going well um, for them. So um, while Tree's not here, let's talk about him behind his back. Um, 
and start going through the standings um, inversely from last season. Um, so Carnegie will be first. Oh, well, um, I might say, could we quiz Tom on whether he actually knows what the inverse order is from last year? It's true, but Tom. You've, you've given, Tom, you've been, you've been in maybe the, next. You've maybe. been in and around the league for quite a long time, Tom. Um, but do you know your recent history of the league? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, fantastic. Let's talk about Carnegie. So, Tom, question for you. Um, what do you think the best thing that Carnegie have to look forward to being in the Premier League this year will be? Apart from the obvious trip to Aberdeen. Apart from the obvious trip to Aberdeen, that doesn't count. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be really interesting, uh, really fun watching uh, Brandon and Callum go up against uh, some of the GB talent that the HNC has. I think it's going to be a lot of fun watching that. Very well. So just for a, a quick update on Carnegie, for those that are not um, familiar with them, they have been playing together as the only Premier League team in Winter League this year. So they're already uh, 16 games in, I think. 16 games in, but uh, half a game behind the Six, Aberdeen si- Oil Cats uh, development team. 16 games in, sitting in second place um, with a brand new quarterback. They were eighth at Flagging New Year. I can't remember off the top of my head how they got on at Flagging Ironman. Um, but um, finishing eighth in Flagging New Year was above some of the other... HNC Premier teams. Um, the biggest loss, obviously, for them is going to be that Mr. Neil Arnold is no longer a quarterback in them after an undefeated season through um, Division yeah. One last year, which ended at the hands of the London Smoke in the Division One final. Um, as many seasons end, unfortunately, unless you play for the Smoke, then yeah, fair play. Um, yeah, Greg, what do you think about Carnegie? Well. I think the big plus for them is definitely going to be the fact that, as you've mentioned, that they've got 16 games already under their belt. You know, developing that understanding of kind of the way that each other plays. And I think the big thing for them this year is going to be keeping Tree's confidence up. You've kind of seen it in a couple of games where if he, if he throws a couple of picks, he's quite hard on himself. Um, so it's, it's very much about keeping, keeping his head up, keeping the confidence going for them and getting the ball in Callum Nichols' hands and Brandon's as well because those guys can make things happen. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I see it for them. It's very much going to be a confidence thing. Um, if they go on a run of games, they'll be quite difficult. They'll, they will be a difficult team to play and I think between them, uh, Clyde and Edinburgh, you're really going to have quite an interesting little battle amongst those three. I think each of them can, can easily on each of their days beat each other and very much on their day, give the um, the supposed big three a, a real close run, as well. So um, yeah, what about you, Bez? What's what's what do you see has been their sort of uh, strengths going into this season, and and perhaps a weakness? Um, I very much like their offense. I think they're very fun to watch. Uh, you guys have already mentioned Brandon and uh, and Callum. Um, I think that you can't overlook. Um, Peter Allison as well to give you a bit of fire in your squad um, he's very very good um, not only is he very hard to tackle um, he's um, very good at getting under the skin of the opposition's team um, so that's something that Tree's been around the game enough to pick up on if people start responding to that then the easy way to kind of get in people's heads is just to let Peter do it for you okay cool so yeah that's that's Carnegie um, so, moving on to um, the team 
that we'll be looking at next will be the Clyde Comets, um, host of the first um, game day this year in the Baffa League. They finished fifth last year in the HNC Premiership, had to go to a playoff where they beat the Grangemouth Colts. Um, can't remember what, off the top of my head what the it, score was there, but they beat the Colts. Um, and they, so they retained their place in the Premiership, which didn't surprise a huge amount of people. Um, Clyde have a very, a very solid team, as we as the All Cats found out last year. Um, you overlook them um, kind of at your own peril, really. They had a 12th place finish um, at, at Flag and New Year. We got to see them there. Um, and yeah, they've got a lot of playmakers going both ways. Um, their struggle seems to have been getting them to the pitch um, based on who's available. Um, so, Greg, how do you feel like they're going to go this year? You've kind of summed it up already in that one sentence. You know, I think that Clyde's biggest strength is the team that they can put out on any day. You know, between Bud, Paz, uh, Lang's, you know, one of the best centres going in the league um, and nationally, never mind just in the HNC. Um so, but it's also the, the their biggest weakness is you don't know who's going to be turning up, and so for them, success would be trying to get their strongest team at every single game day, and whether that happens or not is obviously that's that's their uh, that's their goal for this year, I suppose. Tom, if they get their best team to every game day this year, what do you, what do you think happens in the standings? It's um it's a very tight fight for them. Um with with the likes of the Broncos really. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the the best team that Clyde can put out uh, is a is a match for anyone in the HNC. Uh, it's it's just getting them there, like you say. Um when you have to potentially cover both Paz and Bud uh, and Chris, it's 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 trying to get your blitzer there in time. Otherwise, uh, those guys are just going to run wild. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a, a fair assessment. I think that um, seeing them down down the bottom of the um, you know because a year ago they were in the playoffs. They were only one you know they're only one year removed from a fantastic season. Um, it is worth so- saying that it, for, um, Bez, that they they did lose a little bit of the talent last year um, with or big loss with the. Uh, one of the McCluskeys going across to America to play uh, to play football. Um, that was a, a big hit, losing what was looking like a, a promising QB for both Chieftains and the Comets. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Um, moving on to the team that narrowly finished above them last year in Edinburgh. Um, they obviously came fourth and therefore didn't have to go into the playoffs um, with the kind of shortened... Um, group that we had last year um, there was only five um, rather than the usual six which has obviously been rectified um, Edinburgh had a reasonable enough um, flag in New Year taking ninth place um, and yeah had a bit of a disappoint- disappointing one last year but um, seemed to be finding their groove a little bit um, what do we think about them Tom? I don't know how they do it every year Um Every year we talk uh, we talk about it amongst ourselves and uh, and some of the sites about how this is the year um, 
with the the rumours that spread last year of this uh, Mexican QB um, floating around, there was a genuine concern about having to face them so early in the season um, in the Oil Cats. Anyway, um, that didn't turn out, and we're left with another season where talents are like uh, Justin, Archie, uh, Ali, uh, Hogg, and uh, and Liam are just left. Left missing the 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 the, the trip to the playoffs that they really kind of deserve by now. That's fair, Greg. Anything to add? Well, I mean, Tom's obviously touched on um, sort of the, the issue that they have in trying to get the ball, you know, down the field at times. Um, going with their current situation, you'd be talking about trying to keep players healthy, you know. And Jamie had a an issue at the start of last season. Uh, I think it was the first game we, we played them. He obviously wasn't there and they, they very much missed him. Um, and I know they've had a couple of little niggles elsewhere as well. And, you know, it's it's kind of the same sort of theme going to be with a, a lot of these sort of teams in the HNC because it is such a strong division that if you start missing players, you're going to find yourself in a bit of bother and, and, and really struggling from game to game to, to pick up the, the wins that you really need to to be consistent and, and, and really challenge for that uh, playoff spot. Um, because we've seen, you know, with the way the Broncos, uh, the Hornets, have kind of managed to keep the consistency and the level so high in the HNC that you really have to be there on point at the top of your game every single game day to even have a chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely, I definitely concur, concur with that, and that's a very nice segue, Greg. Thank you very much. Onto um, a team that last year finished third um, in the HNC. They also finished third this year in Flag and Year, having put in some actually really great performances on the Sunday. Um, it was really fun to watch them, um, and yeah, once again, once again, Grangemouth Broncos will be looking to force their way into the playoffs um, this year and make that trip to Sheffield, which they just missed out on last year. Um, and they were not that far behind, um, despite the fact they had some injuries and some some players head back over to America. Uh, Greg, what do you think um, 2019 holds for Grangemouth in the league? Well, you want to know, we'll obviously do a little bit of note-taking before we get on here, just so in case we struggle for things to talk about. The one thing I have down on here, and I'm sure you can probably guess what it is, and it's injuries. You know, um, you've, we've seen it time and time again. Uh, Fraser was obviously in, in the walking boot. He's out of it now, which is good. Hopefully, he's he's very much on the path to, to getting uh, fit and ready for the start of the season because, you know, you, you want to be playing against the best players and him not being on the field takes that away. Um, but you've also seen Scooter uh, having trouble with his knee as well. So for for Grangemouth, again, for them wanting to be towards that playoff uh, conversation, it is really about health, you know, uh, getting their best players on the field and getting that game time. Um, but the likes of Carnegie, you know, they're getting the game time, so they might well have a, a running start this season and the Broncos really are going to want to try and get that going as well. Um, the thing that I'm really looking forward to is uh, seeing what kind of surprises they might be able to throw up. Because they are able to beat everyone on, on their day, with the addition possibly of Calm Young, we know we, we know from uh, him uh, departing ourselves, 
to put it <laughs> that um, that he's been talking about maybe pitching up there. So if he does, you know that that then puts another uh, very strong defensive player on that in that team. So it's going to be even harder to score against them. I mean, it potentially puts five GB uh, gold or silver players on that defense. Yeah. So yeah, in, yeah. Instantly, they become one of the best defenses in the country, arguably. Um, and and that's how you're going to keep you, you're going to keep yourself in games with that. And you know, it only take for them to bust one or two plays on offense, and then all of a sudden you've got a real big uphill battle. Yeah. Um, to try and win games against them. So, you know, if they stay healthy, they are going to be a real force this year. I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely not a team you want to end up down early against um, with that with that addition um, and assuming everyone's everyone's healthy, especially if you bring bring Fraser back. So good and good luck to him on his his recovery. Um, yeah, I think they're you know easily on a you know you add I mean you add a GB player to any team and then and you're you know it's not a bad spot to be in. Um, so definitely could be having a run at the division really. Okay, so if we then move on to Aberdeen, um, and we'll try not to be too biased here. Um, the Oil Cats have had a relatively productive off-season on the field, winning their first bit of silverware in a while at flagging New Year. Um, however, the major headlines personnel-wise will obviously be, as touched on before, the departure of Callum Young and to Grangemouth, potentially, and also Callum Stepani to Glasgow. Um, leaving some holes in the front of that defence, which last year was pretty good. Um, so I guess without giving away too much, Greg, what do you think of our team? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as you say, we've got some uh, we've got some big shoes to fill. You know, you, you lose two guys of that calibre, it's always going to be difficult. Um, I mean, as you say, you're not one to to be too sort of biased but um, we kind of we gave a pretty good showing at Flagging New Year um, performance wise you know the result obviously speaks for itself in that aspect but performance wise I felt that defensively we, we looked as if we could be um, maybe not so much we might be able to you, you can't say that you're able to cope with losing two players like that because you're always going to be a bit weaker but Hopefully, the guys who do come in into those spots are able to kind of play to a high level to try and lessen the uh, the impact of losing those players. And then on offense, you know, um, Gary Elliott, you know, that is our offense. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you're hoping for another big year from him. Um, and obviously, with another year under his belt, Scott McDonald should hopefully be able to kick on, maybe learn some lessons from last year and, and, uh, you know, a little bit more experience never hurt anyone. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think the one thing that happened, uh, or the one thing that was very good in, in Flagging New Year this year uh, by ourselves was uh, the ability to learn and adapt. Um, it's, it's sometimes been missing in the past. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how we cope losing two players like that uh, and if we manage to stay the the, the point, uh, point against leader in the HNC Premiership again. I'd agree with that. Um, Scott and Scott and Gary, um, another year in, is doing pretty well. Um, and with a couple of players 
And I'm a bit better breaking through. Sorry um, to interrupt you, but um, you know, we also come back to that thing about health as well. You know, with Scott McDonald just having the one knee, it's um, it's always concerning about what could happen to that other knee. Yes, and he managed to get through all of last year and have had a reasonable off season where we've had no he's had no setbacks. Um, so touch wood that, that will that will continue. Um, and yeah, obviously on the offensive front, um, there's playmakers. All over, all over the place. Um, so I think the big question mark for the Oilcats heading in is how that that defense goes when they have to come up against. And another segue, um, a team that last year went fourteen and zero. The year before, um, they also represented um, the HNC at Brit Bowl last year. They finished second place overall, losing out to the Baker Street Buttonhookers in the final. Um, they made the final of Flag and New Year this year um, and they have depth and talent on both sides of the ball um, so my question to you guys gentlemen is do not, can anyone knock off Glasgow? It has been their division for the last two at least years that I've been playing um, and I've, I've you know is there anyone in the HNC that can be consistent enough to beat them? I think that's the question, really. It's consistency. Um, the, the problem the Leicester League has with Glasgow is that uh, they're such a deep squad that, not that injuries aren't an issue, um, but they just have talent everywhere. Um, and you consistency of keeping to stay near them uh, to be able to knock them off in that in those head-to-head games is going to be very difficult. Yeah, Greg, any thoughts? Um, I mean, when you talk about Glasgow, you know, you've got the you've got the GB head coach and Youngie. You know, there's there's so much knowledge there. Gibson is a very very clever guy as well, especially on that defensive side of the ball. That he's able to read most teams' game plans within within a within a drive or two. You know, and that's that's probably being harsh on him as well. Um, so when you when you have that sort of intellect within a team. It just adds to the talent that Tom's already mentioned. Um, and to be honest, it will be interesting to see, along with um, obviously the addition of Stepani, to see if there's any of these players that, that have been playing well for the for the bees. To see whether they, they, they try and uh, introduce any of them into the into the first team, um, and kind of see how they develop some of the talent that they've got already. Um, Grant coming back from injury, you know Ben Benjamin Button. You know, he just gets better with age, gets better with age as well. He always seems to just get quicker. Um, and it was really good to see him back in, back in the park as well. So, um, you know, as you've mentioned, they, they are the team to beat. They've got to be huge favourites. Was it two, two years they went unbeaten? Uh, yeah, as far as, yeah. Um, Tom, you might be able to shed light on anything. Yeah, that's that. two, two years they've, um, I believe it's gone uh, back-to-back finals. Um losing um, unfortunately for Scotland basically unfortunately for the HNC it's been a long time since we've had a winner and um, it's probably fair to say that the Glasgow uh, Hornets have looked very much like the one that are going to break the duck uh, or break the void that have been left by uh, the Bulls um, having made the finals twice in a row yeah, um, I, yeah, um, yeah. Kind of as I said in my intro, it seems to be very much um, Glasgow's division at the moment. As much as we're all going to try and end that, 
Um, I I definitely have them in my preseason. Would put probably put, rankings would probably pop them in it. Number one, um, you kind of have to. As they, you have to. Their, their record over the past couple of years, it would be disrespectful. If yeah, you could exactly. Been. They have they have been without doubt the number one. You know the the like the all cats last year we were obviously second in the HNC. We were four games back. Um, obviously the two games on them and then drop drop two others. Um, they have proven to be the class of the division, and I guess that's just the way we HNC it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but well, okay then, Bez. So, I mean, we've we've talked through each of the teams. So, individually, who do you see as having maybe a breakout year within uh, the HNC out of any of these teams? If you would pick a breakout one, year in the HNC, who do you think will be? Oh, you know, maybe it doesn't have even have to be a, a breakout. The team to cause the upset is what you're saying. A team or an individual, you know, is, is there someone who is maybe kind of you, you think is going to take the okay, 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 yeah, yeah, big year, yeah. Um, well, I'm going to stick with the new kids, um, in the in the Premiership for the first time. I'm going to go with Carnegie. I think they have it in them to cause um, upsets to every team there, um, and after having a pretty easy path last year I think their average margin of victory was something like 40 points um, it'll be interesting to see how they adapt to the the higher level um, and it will be interesting to see what um, Brandon Lamb does in the Premier League um, I am quite looking forward to sitting on the sidelines and, and watching their games um, you know he's one of the most talented players in any game when he steps on the field um, he's obviously got you know with all the winter league practice and the off-season tournaments and all of last year he's got very good chemistry with his with his teammates um, him and Tree once they're on the same page then I think that's a, that's too good a connection to overlook really So are we, are we talking uh, are, are you saying your pick for this year is Carnegie or that is Brandon Lamb So I think I think Brandon would be my kind of breakout player of the Premier League and I think that Carnegie will upset a couple of teams. Okay. What about you, Tom? Um, I'm going to say, I have to apologise, I don't know uh, Josh's surname, but uh, number 11 for the Broncos. Um, I think last year was his first season um, and jumped straight in, uh, marked up on Gary in a few few of our games um, and did a reasonable job um, and he improved uh, 10 times as the season went on. And watching him at uh, Flag and New Year, uh, he didn't look like a, a first, second year player. He looked very much like he'd been in the league a long time um, with his uh, defense. Um, I think it's, he's going to be a he's going to be pushing some of those GB boys for a certain time on that team. Okay, fair enough. And then Greg, obviously coming back around the circle to you. Oh, wait. Um, I thank your your breakout player, please. Um. I don't know. I, I mean, you, you obviously do have to give honor, honourable mentions to players like uh, to to Brandon, and um, you know, he, he as you say, he's, he's he's a brilliant sort of so quick, and he's uh, he's only going to get better. Same with players like Jamie. You know, playing both ways. Jamie Archibald at Edinburgh plays both ways, and you know, he's he's almost as much of a danger on defence as he is on offence. Because if he picks it, chances are he's going to take it back. Um, but I'm actually going to go with someone different. 
on the Carnegie team, I'm going to go with Cal Nickel. Now, I don't know if this is really much of a, a like a, a shot out of the dark because he's obviously played with Chieftains as well. Um, but, you know, the guy has incredible sort of size. You know, he's, he's came from basketball. He's essentially going to be like a Gary Elliott Mark II. And I think he's going to be very much like a safety blanket for, um, for Tree, especially if Tree gets under a bit of pressure early. You know, he can just hump that ball up in the air and uh, Callum's going to be able to cause problems for absolutely anybody. And um, yeah, I think he's going to. I think he's going to score a lot of points, and he's going to surprise a lot of teams. I think I'd probably agree with you there. There is an absolutely um, tremendous photograph that's just come out of Winter League. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys have seen it yet. Um, of um, Callum just high pointing this thing, which looks like Tree's thrown it into orbit, and Callum has just gone up and got it. And there's a poor defender standing in front of him, just yeah. looking up at it. Um, it's it's Bruni. I mean, very... Bruni's not the biggest of players, but man. For him to be just about waist height on Callum in that picture is incredible. It's, uh, it's, very, it's very similar to the... It's actually being quite generous. It's it's very similar to the photo of the kind of laxadaisable coverage on Gary, which we all love. Yes, um, we know exactly the photo you mean. So, yeah. That would be the Vipers from uh, the Northern playoffs a few years ago down yeah, in Sheffield. So that is a, a classic, a classic photograph. Um, For those who may not have seen it, this is essentially someone trying to curry, get, cover Gary... Um, oh, six foot, what, seven of them? Yep, six, seven. At full extension on a full leap, and the defender in front of him has clearly decided that this is not the ball for him and has uh, kind of waved a hand at it while looking as if he'd rather, I don't know. Just be anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere else. Yeah, exactly um, that. It's If you can find it, it's absolutely brilliant. I would recommend that it's probably the cover photo for this, so that it's referenced for anyone. <laughs> um, so um, that's been our preview um, of the whoa whoa whoa, whoa 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 what we can't let you being host sit on the fence I reckon we need to have what your predictions are in terms of final league standings my predictions for final league yeah. standings I want you to take those splinters take them out of your backside and I want you to go and predict what the final standings will be, and I want to put yourself out there. Okay, tell you what, what I'll do is I haven't actually done this yet, but I've got my notepad and my red pen. So what I'm going to do is I'll write them down. Okay, so I'm going to give I'm going to give Glasgow number one spot because I think they've earned that uh, just respect for the last couple of years. Um, I think as we've said, it's until until teams can beat them over a forty minute game, um, consistently in the league, um. And the HNC is their division, basically. Okay. Um, I am going to, despite the defensive weaknesses, I'm going to stick Aberdeen in at second again. You're just a homer. I am just a homer. I'm sorry for the absolute slating I'm going to get on the internet, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep Grangemouth at third. I think the um, the Broncos. Um, do well and with that extra addition on the, addition on the defence um, that top three I guess could go in any direction um, but I think I think the top three from last year and the year before stay the top three this year um, and then it gets pretty interesting from then on in um, in a kind of three way battle um, so while I think about that I'm going to throw this over to you guys and say um, 
would you change my top three in any way without being a total homer? Um, no. no. Sorry, Greg, you go. Abs- no, I, I'd, I'd probably settle for that as well in terms of... Um, in terms of us making playoffs, you know, we always want to be there. We're not going to hide that ambition. Um, and I think, as you've mentioned, Glasgow, that incredible record over the past couple of years, I think they've just got that, that attitude of, you know, they go into, go into games to, to, to win and there's not another thought comes into their head. So, you know, when they play against teams such as, uh, as, as Grangemouth, there's, there's almost, they've almost got that, a score on them already because of the such um, confidence of coming onto the field, um, and I think it's 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 we're not being horrible to Greenmouth. I think they've definitely got the ability to um, to to get into that playoff spot. But um, I think uh, I think losing uh, Kev to Camp America again could be a big issue. Uh, just he, to... do we know if he's actually going? Uh, I believe so. Yes. So I think. Uh, just finishing the season off is going to be is going to be a difficult uh, a di- bit of a difficulty for Broncos. Okay. Okay. Cool. Right. Number four on Bez's list. Um, I, as we have discussed before, if they bring their their top team to every single game, they're going to cause a lot of problems. Um, so I am going to give the fourth spot to the Clyde Comets. Okay. Um, I yeah, I think they could cause a bit of a ruckus this, this year. Um, we everyone, everyone does like a good ruckus as well. So. Everyone likes a ruckus. We obviously found out last year, We you know, we probably uh, turned up complacent and they went, oh, okay, and and not and knocked us down a peg or two. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them, you know, scalp a couple of teams again this year. Um, in fifth place, I'm going to give to the... Uh, former Division One champions Carnegie. Um... <laughs> uh, that, I managed to keep mine internalized. No, I, I I lost it right at the end there. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop them them up to fifth. Um, basically, I think that they have they're gonna come off a twenty game slate at Winter League. They're going to come off decent results at Flagging Ironman. They're going to come off decent results at Flagging New Year. Well, with a kind of team of them and some um, kind of bonus additions at King Bowl last year. Um, I just think they're going to hit the ground running and get a couple of wins early. And that will hold them hold them in, in fifth place. Um yeah, just off the basis of playing those games. Um, and I am therefore sorry to everyone in Edinburgh and one man particularly in Moscow. Um, <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe he is so he maybe he is the Mexican QB. He is the gunslinger that they were. That's possible. Um, my, yeah, he may well punch you in. My sincerest apologies go out to um Lev. If you um rescind my invitation to Moscow, I'll totally understand. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to just put, I'm going to pop Edinburgh in sixth place as much as it hurts me. Um, at least another bottle of whiskey. However, yeah. However, um, it's really hard, man. Like it's like I've written it down and I hate it, but it's, if I move it around, I'm going to hate it again. Um, I, th- I think to be fair, you've, you've given it. You've given a couple of reasons there. I so, think um, you know with with how competitive the agency is. You've got to understand that 
you know, the bar is so high. The bar is really high, and it's it's going to be one of these things that it's a, it's a, it's going to be tough to stay in the league. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So um... one of those changes, you know, if if Clyde can't get the the full team out for all their games or enough of their games, they could end up in that six spot. Yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's the same. It's the same with anyone, really. You know, your your best ability is your availability, as I like to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, been on the receiving end of that one a few times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so just to just to recap, Bez's one to six. It goes Glasgow, Aberdeen, Grangemouth, Clyde, Carnegie, Edinburgh. Um, that is the way I HNC it, um, and I look forward to potentially being proved wrong on the internet in the next week or so. Um, so first game day is a couple of weeks away. Um, so I'm sure all the teams will be will be getting ready for that. So any closing thoughts, guys, before we sign off? Tom, do you want to start? I'm not I'm I'm still a little bit taken back um uh of, of of the standings, really. I'm, uh... Yeah, I, I'm, I'll second you on that. I've already saved this down as being uh, put on freezing cold takes later on. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, cool. Greg, anything from you? Um, no, I just, I, as, I, as I literally just mentioned, I really look forward to seeing this on freezing cold takes and um, one, one of the HNC teams really uh, putting it to you at the end of the season for... Uh, but fair play for putting yourself out there. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Happy to do it, happy to do it. Um, okay, cool. Well, we'll call it there then, guys. Um, our, we want to say, yeah, thank you to First and 15 for having us. I'm sure we'll be back very soon. Um, Maybe. Shortly, <laughs> we will be recording an interview with Stuart Anderson of Carnegie. Um, so I'm sure he can let me know his thoughts of having his team in fifth place. Um, and... Um, We'd really yeah. like to thank uh, Scott McDonald for his contribution. Yes, he is notably notably absent. Um, so yeah, cool. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, let us know what you think about my standings and anything else that you've heard over the course of the podcast. Um, we look forward to hearing from you. And um, let's have a little game to end. If you have any theme music that you'd like to hear from us um, chuck it in the comments we'll listen to every single one and we will choose the best and let you know why we it think can, it can lead us into the next episode yes fantastic okay cool signing off we will see you again soon that wraps up this episode find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast give us a like to keep up with all our shows also check out our sponsor Nuola for all your customised sportswear supplies